0: Welcome to Killgallons Pub, the podcast where I, comedian Joe Killgallon, like to sit down and have some drinks with people in order to recreate that bar conversation we all know and love. You can follow the podcast on Instagram, that's at Killgallons Pub, or on Twitter as well, under the same handle. You can follow me at Joe Killgallon on everything. On Instagram, on Snapchat. Facebook, uh, Twitter, uh, is there any other stupid ones out there that I forgot? Probably not. I want to give a big thanks to everyone who's been listening to the podcast. This is episode number 30. This was a fun one. My guest is Layla O'Shaughnessy. I'll tell you all about her in just a moment or two. But again, thanks to everyone who's been listening. If you've been telling your friends, I appreciate that even more. Write a review on iTunes. It does go a long way. You can subscribe there. Take your friend's phones and be like, hey, let me see your phone real quick. Do what's going on over here? Dude, come on, man. Undo the passcode. And then they're like, "Nah, I don't fucking trust you. No, nah, seriously, undo the passcode because I got, I, there's the thing real quick. Nah, man, what, what is it? Let me do it. And then you have a big fight with your friend and then you go, fine, dude. I just wanted to like subscribe to this really cool podcast and I thought it'd be a nice treat for you. And you ruin the surprise because you're all like protective of your phone. Because one time I went on your Facebook and said, Mikey likes big dick. And maybe you do. And, and that's okay too because it's 2018. And then Mikey's all like, dude, fuck off, man. And then that goes that friendship, right? I don't want that to happen to anybody. But it could. Either way, let's, let's spread the word. You know what I mean? Spread the good word about Kill Gallon's Pub. This is a very fun podcast. You could drink along with it. Every time I say fuck or forget what topic I was talking about, you drink. You'll be smashed 20 minutes in. That's a promise. Now, last week's episode of the podcast, I call it the state of the podcast because the podcast is going to take a different direction. Is that what I'm trying to say? Or maybe just something new. The podcast is still going to be the same old podcast. I have a conversation with people, we have some fun. It could be super silly. It could get deep. You know, it, you never know where it's going to go. Just like at a bar. How about that? But I'm going to do an additional podcast a week in which I go solo. And, you know, I keep that one tight, maybe 30 to 45 minutes, of that podcast, you know, recap some stuff. Part of the fun of that will be I get to listen to the previous episode I had with a guest and realize, oh, I sound like a real dipshit there. And I get to, you know, say, hey, here's what I actually meant. That's what I feel like a lot of... uh when you're a fast talker who likes cocktails, and by cocktails I mean beer, I'm not really a mixed drink guy, although at weddings you got to be. I feel like at weddings you got to I like a good whiskey ginger ale. You know, whiskey sour, that's a fun one. Maybe even go a little bit crazy if I want to get all hopped up on the dance floor, do a little vodka Red Bull. I'm not the biggest vodka guy, but for some reason with Red Bull I like it. I know some people are like, well, because you're a douchebag, Joe. That's a douchebag drink. I don't care. It's fun. gets you pumped. And then all of a sudden you're out there and you're doing some Michael Jackson moves and you're, you're you're walking on air, you know what I mean? You're gliding all over that dance floor. Nothing wrong with that. So you know, uh, see, I already forgot train of thought right there. Boom, you'd have to take a sip. See, it's a fun little drinking game you could play along when you listen to Killgans Pub on your headphones. There, you know, you could day drink along with me, or you could do it at night. I don't know how you get down. That's up to you entirely. But. um Seriously, what the hell was I saying? This is where you need a guest to be like, hey, dipshit. Oh, I was talking about the, how I'm going to do two podcasts a week now. See, the thing is, I think I'll probably drop the one on Fridays, but then um, do I want to drop them Wednesdays and Fridays? That seems kind of stupid. Maybe I'll do the one with guests on Mondays now, and then we go Mondays, Fridays, but then maybe I've become your Wednesday podcast. Or you guys are like, no, I listen to Kelly Kelloggles Pub on Wednesday. I listen to this podcast on Tuesday. I see my family on Thursdays. On Friday, I do community service. Like, I don't know what's going on in your life, but I don't want to change that. You ever have this really good TV show you like, and all of a sudden, they change dates for no reason? I guess when you watch stuff streaming, it doesn't matter as much anymore as it used to. But remember back in the day? I Remember in the late 90s? Did everyone have, like, a dad who was like, why the fuck? Come on. It was on Monday. It was great. Then they move it to Sunday. And it's like, listen, assholes, I watch this on Sundays. And then all of a sudden, the show gets canceled. When they should have just left well enough alone and kept it on Mondays. And I agree. I never liked it when networks were pushing shows on different times. I'm like, let that, let it grow. Let it have the audience grow on like a Wednesday because that's when I like to watch it. So maybe I'll definitely keep it Wednesday and then the second one I drop like, I don't know, on a Saturday or Sunday. I feel like that's the weekend. People got stuff going on. I'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. I'll throw it on Friday and if people aren't listening as much, then I'll change it, right? I could change. You could change. We could all change. This one um, coming up, the one I'll do by myself, that one I'll talk about. The Khabib, Conor McGregor madness that was UFC 229. And I'll, you know, I'll talk about all sorts of other crazy stuff that's going on in my life. Because as a stand up comedian and and a dad, you know, husband, all sorts of other stuff, I got a lot of dumb titles. I got some crazy stuff going on usually. So we'll keep it entertaining that way. But the podcast today was a fun one. I got an up and comer in the Chicago comedy scene. Absolutely been destroying and super young 23. 23 doesn't make you kind of hate her before even hearing the podcast no she's great you're gonna love her uh regular at the laugh factory produces a great show in chicago called high dive which is at high dive a bar on chicago avenue just off of damon if you're ever in the city of chicago also guys if you want to check out any of my dates i will be i'm gonna be in la at the end of november beginning december so la friends uh let's let's hang Uh, i'll be in appleton wisconsin in november but other than that mostly in chicago i got some zany's dates coming up at the end of october laugh factory as well plus you know my show comes you should know and house of blues i'll be at the, those are like my venues those are the venues i'll be at most frequently over the next four to six weeks so if you're ever in town send me a message i'll do my best to get you in free put you on that list make you feel like a vip we'll do it like that but without further ado let's just get right into uh the the fucking podcast uh without further ado everyone this is layla shaughnessy enjoy cheers Kill Pub, sitting here with Layle O'Shaughnessy. Wow, that was... Fucking hilarious comedian. <laughs> yeah, there's no... That was tough. By the way, everyone, <laughs> this is the second time out of the last four or five podcasts where we did 20 minutes of podcasts that was not recording. I did was this... it? it
1: wasn't we... 20 minutes.
0: And it was, no. no, it was like... It was like 10 minutes. 10 minutes. Okay. Okay, 10 minutes is well, better. Well, we're going to have a tight doable. podcast now because, damn it, I did that with Kristen Toomey was on. That's and she the whole time kept going, you fucking idiot! Like you know, <laughs> guys, go back to listen to previous episodes. They went to me is great uh, to catch everyone up. We talked about Lael's super Irish name.
1: Irish name went to, an Irish,
0: went to Notre Dame. We're talking yeah. about that school.
1: We're talking about Notre Dame, but you
0: didn't love Notre Dame.
1: Didn't love Notre Dame.
0: So I got a lot of family and friends who went to Notre Dame. Not a lot of friends. A lot of some family that went there. I think it's a fun spot, but I get there's obnoxiousness to it. I get there's where people could be turned off.
1: There's like. The, the there's a world better
0: than everyone else yeah, type of the, thing well
1: it's like um
0: michigan has that too
1: michigan has that too even more so i would say yeah
0: i would i would agree <laughs> no for sure
1: um because at least notre dame there's enough catholic people that they care about the universe and it's like and they're like trying to do good things you yes know?
0: i will always um, love notre dame because i was only doing stand-up for i was maybe two years into stand-up two and a half years in i just got i lucked into this gig uh, at Legends Hall, I did stamp at Legends oh, Hall, right. which is pretty, which is legendary at Notre Dame University. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There, it's they right, have, off, like, the camp, right off the camp, right off the stadium. The stadium. stadium's like, yeah. It's, yeah. yeah. Um, it was the end of the year thing where they only had the student activity guy only had enough money for like just there was like a little bit left in the budget. And They had to spend it. Yeah. So they had me and this comic, John Markham, who was real funny, kind of like Mitch Hedberg esque. Uh, I don't know what happened to him. I don't know if he still does stamp or he moved somewhere, but or whatever. It was me and him were representing Chicago versus two up and coming comics from New York. Now, it, we lost, and it was bullshit, though, because mm-hmm. I remember the posters, seeing the posters when I got there because I didn't know who we were going up against. And the posters were you know, me and John Markham, and it gave our little bullshit, like no name, like no credits. He does yeah, yeah. this local bar show in Chicago as our credits. Versus this guy, Eric Rivera, who's an L.A. comic now, who i had done some shows with in L.A. I like the guy, nice dude. The other, they were both nice guys. The other dude was Will Silvince, who was like Patrice O'Neill's protege. And is, and is a regular oh, at the Comedy Cellar. Okay. Was a regular at the Comedy Cellar even then. So
1: had like And a bunch was, of He was
0: a big ass New York comedian who had a bunch of credits. Yeah. Open for producer Neil. Open for like, you know, a few other names. Chris Rock, I think even. there's You know, people know him. He's he's like real deal. And I remember seeing all his credits going like, this isn't up and coming. This is bullshit. Like, we're like, I, I equate it to baseball. We were like single A um, comedians, mm. lowest level of the minors, and they're like a hiccup from the pros. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or from like, you know, having their own shit. That's about I was like, well, this. But How much time did you do? We all did like 20, 25 each. That's fun. Yeah, honestly, I think I had the second best set.
1: I think that's an interesting thing that Nutter named it. That's for, Like, when was that?
0: that? I think it was April of '09 or. Sometime in 08 late oh eight or 09 it was the end of the school year, of either oh nine or oh eight. I can't remember. I think 09 though. I'm almost ninety nine percent yeah. o nine, yeah.
1: Yeah. I was part of like the student stand ups club.
0: But you're way younger than me. You're twenty four. Twenty three.
1: Twenty three. Yeah. Twenty
0: three. Fuck <laughs> you.
1: Yeah, everyone has that reaction. Everyone, no, I got it and it's totally fair. I was doing stand at twenty
0: three <laughs> and people would say fuck you to me all the time. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That's just I think that's just natural in life. Well, yeah, we don't like young people.
1: Anytime there's some, even now, like when I meet like comics who are like, funny and they're like 19, I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I didn't know who I was when I was 19. Like, that's always insane. To I've me. met
0: people who do stand up at 19, and I go, how the fuck do you even know you wanted to do that?
1: How do you at
0: 19? Like, I I didn't
1: I knew I loved comedy, but I never even like thought of doing stand up until college. But um, yeah, Notre Dame, not for me, but I still support. <laughs>
0: I got gotcha. you. You know what I
1: mean? No, like, that's Like, they're cool. still my team.
0: You got a you got family connection there. Your brother family said, you said your brother went there. and then a
1: bunch of my family members went there. Tailgating there is, like, the most fun ever. You if know you when I... you tailgate there, you should.
0: I did that the great club, The Drop, that's mm-hmm. in South Bend. That um, We have mutual friends who run, basically. Mm-hmm. The last time I did that was last fall, and I met up with my... My, my younger sister, I failed to mention this to you, went to St. Mary's, Notre Dame. She oh, played okay. volleyball there. Yeah. She yeah. went there, like, gotcha. on volleyball, whatever. And... Uh, and she still goes, she, still, she had friends with went to Notre Dame and still friends at St. Mary's because she only graduated like two years ago. And um, I met up with them to do the tailgating before doing the show at night.
1: Yeah. And yeah,
0: the tailgating is fun there. It's it's, it's so look, fun. There, it's a fun atmosphere. You, we both mentioned it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful campus. And drinking. That. I could definitely. drinking
1: college. Yeah,
0: I could definitely get though why people would be turned off to a lot of the. Just it's the just full the of elite. Shitness. It's like know, the elitism. elitism
1: of like I, uh, I go here, or like I remember I was at this club and there was this kid getting thrown out, and he's like, "You do you know who my dad is?" Like a million of those. Really, people. those like for, fucking like people I exist.
0: I'm those people be, exist. I know they do, but I've never come across one.
1: Well, they exist in spades at yeah. <laughs> Notre Dame. So that's where that's that was my problem with it. Um, if
0: I heard my son say, "Do you know who my dad is?" and it's not followed up with the greatest comedian of all time. I'm going to be very pissed off. I'd be I like, mean, do not I do that th- shit, son. I would say
1: you should get pissed off even if he says, do you know who my dad It's like the and he, most. I, just
0: that sentence is terrible.
1: It's the most like, ugh. Depends I Depends how you
0: it. say it, though. Like if you uh, hey, do you know who my dad is? You, That's like, like different. But if you're like dragged to have a bar going, you know who my fucking dad is? <laughs> He'll buy this bar and close it down just to get you all out of a job, piece it, of shit. Like those losers.
1: It would be kind of hard to have like a really famous dad, I think. Oh, yeah. Because if you were, and then you had to, like, sneak it in. <laughs> if somebody didn't know that he was your dad, like, they have to figure out somehow.
0: LeBron like, James', James son them. said he doesn't want to, he's not wearing number 23, his dad's number, because he wants to be his own man. And his full name is LeBron James Jr. He's <laughs> yeah. like, we know who the fuck you, you are, dude. You are this you're guy. <laughs> kind of, you know, your dad's at the games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They call you Bronny, because we, we get yeah. it. You're, you know. It's funny. And then I think about how tough Michael Jordan's kids must have had it. And in his Hall of Fame speech, he said, I don't envy you. It's yeah. a weird thing to say to your own kids, but like I, I they knew what he meant. Like it can be really hard to be in the shadow of a guy who's. I was the thinking greatest about Louis of all time.
1: kids because like.
0: Oh, Louis C.K.'s kids. Yeah,
1: because like they're like. I never like, thought of that. They're like.
0: They're gonna be teenage daughters now, right? At fourteen,
1: they probably fucking hate him. Like I can't. I, I bet they. I wonder. You think I they I wonder. Him? They might hate him a lot because it's like one of these things. Like imagine you're fourteen years old and your dad gets like nationally busted for jerking off in front of
0: <laughs> and they de- they definitely know about it cuz they're uh, 14 oh, they got yeah, google
1: they know they for sure know oh, there's probably man, they I might be getting bullied at school like I was thinking about it. I was like, guys, poor kids.
0: I'm sorry. I just laughed at someone <laughs> being like, hey, your dad jerking off again? I know. Well, they
1: probably are. I was like, that, damn. What are you late for class?
0: Girls. Is your dad blocking the doorway, <laughs> yeah. jerking off in front of you? Oh, that's horrible to I think know, of. I
1: know. It's horrible.
0: I'm sorry, everybody. You deserve better on this podcast <laughs> than me putting that image in your head.
1: <laughs> it's a bummer.
0: I never, no one's ever brought up his kids during any of this. Good that's on like what you. I thought. Good on I, as a parent, I should have thought of that right away, too. Yeah. But I was well, too busy thinking about comedy.
1: <laughs> you got to be a more sensitive person. Yeah,
0: it's something that still gets talked about all the time. Uh I had Lisa Traeger on the podcast a few episodes ago. Everybody go check that one out. It was a lot of fun. She worked with Mm Louie on that show Harold and Pete. And you know, um so a lot of people were kind of like, oh what was he like working with and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, I definitely think he needs to do way more before he thinks he could come back. You know, he never addressed it or anything like that. Yeah. Um I don't think it's a life sentence though. I'll say that. I know a lot of people are kind of like he should never fucking come back. And I'm like, well I mean, I, I'm all for second chances. You had to repay your debt somehow. I think the women that he wronged, he should figure out a way to write that. I don't know.
1: Yeah, but, I don't um, know. I don't, all that stuff is hard, but I don't, I think that I was like pissed off when he came back to the cellar that quick with like
0: It's only nothing, like 10 months or some shit like no that. With no
1: further apology. No, like I've reflected, no, like none of that just jumped in it's like dude you don't deserve that you don't do, like and that people were like jazzed about it it's kind of a bummer
0: yeah he got a standing ovation and only of 150 people only one person complained to the club maybe a second person might have called in a week later which is kind of like were you really like, mad uh-oh. or just see everyone else yeah, get mad yeah, yeah. Uh, I think I talked about this with Kevin Bozeman on the podcast where we think that he's a he's obviously a smart guy yeah I don't think anyone can Genius. deny that yeah. yes he is I almost wonder if he thought I'm gonna just pop in unannounced, test the waters, see what kind of backlash I get from the internet. If it's really bad, I'll just disappear for another ten months or so. He's then I'll come again. back in a way. Has he, has he done it again since yeah, then? Yeah,
1: he's done. It oh, like really? A couple times.
0: I did not hear that. See, yeah. that's the mistake. See, I thought initially, I thought, "Ooh, this is smart," because what he's doing—he popped in on a Sunday night or whatever I think it was—and mm-hmm. it was almost two days before it became the story. And again, I'm not sticking up for him, but I thought that I th- I thought he was thinking of it this way. I'm gonna go in there, based on audience reaction, I'll figure out how welcome back I am. Then after a day, I'll see the internet's reaction. And if it's people are really like, fuck this guy, fuck this guy, then I'll disappear again for about eight to ten months. Then I'll come back the right way, in which I issue a statement, I set up a charity, I do all sorts of other community service it stuff. It doesn't seem like he's
1: gonna do any of that. It and doesn't, I'm like, that's bullshit. Right. You need you f- jerked you basically like and the thing is is like we don't know the female comedians that he did it in front you know like they didn't it,
0: well the few there was like there four or five that we do know of that came out
1: no but I'm saying like oh. they're not known comedians like they don't have the privilege yeah. you know although
0: I featured for Rebecca Corey who was one of them
1: oh well I mean I'm but sure her story successful. look not
0: to be insensitive her story was if you've seen any of the Dave Chappelle uh, specials that came out within like the last year and a half or so he talked about the one where I think, and again, this is no disrespect. Rebecca Corey was lovely when I worked with her. Hers was, was it her? Was another, I think it was 99% sure it was hers, said that I heard him jerking off over the phone. And Chappelle's joke was, well, hang up then.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, again, I'm not
0: sticking up for it, but this is a comedy podcast. I try to keep it light. That
1: could just be like, um, trying to be like, yeah, I have a story of it too, you know, of like to back it up. But I don't know. I don't know how I think about it. I don't think, I like think he's a bad person He's probably did a bunch of bad things, and like he, you can work. I totally believe in like you can work on yourself and come back. You know, like you can. Yeah, I believe in second chances. You deserve to like.
0: Depending the crime, obviously, Depending the crime, you, you rape or murder, get fucking lost.
1: But for forever. him, like. His thing, he probably could come back from. But the way that he came back made me lose, I was like, I'm out. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. that's like, I was like... Were you a big fan of his previously? Oh, I was, he was my favorite comedian. And I, so it was, it was heartbreaking. Yeah. And especially like I'm, you know, like I'm a female comedian. He could have done this to me. Yeah. You know, so it's like I can't just be like, well, <laughs> it's what he does. You know, yeah. I can't like brush it off. And it's not fair. And it's not fair the way he came back. But I also am like, I don't... What am I chiming in for? You know, like it's like everyone chime in and it's like well he did it and that's like what it is
0: let me ask you this because I've heard some people say what if he just sets up his own tour he could be totally allowed to do that which I agree he could be there's yeah, no crime there's no law against it so if he were to set up his own tour and it's sold out I don't know how anyone would be mad other than complaining to those venues well, or even a bummer allowing that, like, it but it does, at that point he's a private contractor you know
1: if it's sold out like that's kind of uh, interesting societal, it says that people don't care uh, that they don't give a shit which is perhaps the truth. Um,
0: unfortunately, unfortunately,
1: yeah. but I don't, but he I th- definitely
0: should have taken way more time off. But he's addicted. Uh, comedians are addicted.
1: But I don't well, care. since you started
0: stand up. <laughs> how long have you gone without doing it since you started?
1: Well, I, the first year I did it, I barely did it.
0: Well, I mean, since you committed, then I should say.
1: I mean, I don't. I don't go without like a week of doing it. A week tops, right? Week tops, yeah. and
0: then even then, toward the end, you start to feel like, oh shit, I'm gonna get rusty. I can't. I got to be out there, right? Yeah. That's probably what but he like, felt like after eight to 10 months. And I get it, but, like... And I'm not sticking up for him. I'm just trying to get in my, inside my mind. I get it,
1: and I hear it, and it's like, he did a bunch of bad stuff, and... I don't know. I don't... I never... I usually just, like, don't talk about, <laughs> like, anything, like, political, oh. or even, like... Because I'm, like, I am an Lucy idiot. Lucy is
0: really political. No, no, no. <laughs> do you know, like,
1: it. that sort of, like, politics? Like, oh, at well, a dinner this tape. is, like,
0: socio... Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Sociology? I just well, think i so
1: dumb, for? and I'm, like... <laughs> not so dumb. I'm, I don't think I'm. You, the most if,
0: Fuck you, by the way, because we just talked about how you went no, no, to Notre no, no, Dame, no, not dumb. which is like a top fifteen not, school not in the not country, dumb, right? Not dumb, not
1: dumb. Like, um, I don't read. I got it. i like, I don't read the could news. You, you could use
0: the word ignorant on the subject. Ignor- yeah, yeah, yeah. I have been. I've mentioned this probably. People who listen every week are probably like, God damn it! Here he goes again with this. I probably. This is probably the eighth time I brought up the word ignorant because I think so many societies, so many of society's problems, are tied to that word. Because if you call someone ignorant they'll take it like you said something about their mother. When yeah. it really just means, it doesn't mean you're a bad person. It just yeah. means you lack knowledge on a particular subject. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I see a lot of people who are just ignorant on things. And with the way our society's been set up over the last decade or so of constant 24-hour news thing, that's why I thought, oh, Louis's doing this because he's going to see the backlash he gets. Because maybe there isn't a backlash. You know, cool, I'm, I'm they're, they're welcoming me back. Or if there is a backlash, all right, noted. I'm going to disappear for a while and then when I come back, because of how quickly things move, people will forget, actually. It's yeah. sad, but there are things that happen on a Wednesday where we're like, holy shit, everyone's talking about it. By Friday, it's out of everyone's mind. Yeah. It goes that quickly, you know? So I think so much of- But as, that was
1: a news story. That's not going to be like, that was a crazy big news story. Oh, no, be. the whole
0: jerking off from, yeah, that was a big one. That was a big one. I mean, obviously, there's other examples, but if you were to actually have stayed away for another year and then, and then came back the right way, I think people would have been like, oh, yeah, it's been a couple of years. It's fine. People Maybe, would, I think, yeah. I, that's my guess. I, I could I be just wrong. I think
1: it's, it's more of, like, it is a, mo- this is a movement of people doing, like, saying that, like, p- women haven't been treated right for a very long time. And, which is like, shocking to hear. I had no idea that like, women had not been treated Which I'm is joking. crazy to me. <laughs>
0: it's <I'm just>, like, <laughs> it's well documented so, yet said.
1: It's so crazy that, like, it it's so okay. It was so okay for so long. And, like, there's still stuff that's just okay. And it's wrong. It's nuts. It and really, it is. It's, like, we know this is wrong. And it's, like, we're just, like, eh.
0: Lisa Fine. opened my eyes up to a few things, and um, a lot of times when I have a podcast that goes into debate mode, or any conversation that goes into debate mode, I'll take the other side just so the other person strengthens their point a little bit, and um, there was a few things that I didn't even realize, like why women don't like each other and things like that, where I'm like, holy shit, because yeah. I still, I brought it up on that one, and I still think about it today, especially with everything that's going on in the last week or two. Women need to unionize. Totally. Like, I feel like, I feel like um, which is crazy because it, it makes it seem like, oh, we all have to be on the same page when that's unfair because people are individuals. And I know I have minority friends who hate the fact that if they do something wrong, people go, typical, yeah. insert name of typical Hispanic people yeah, or typical yeah. whatever. And as as white dudes, I, if I fuck up, I'm not representing all white dudes. No. You no. Know, if Joe Killgallon does something stupid, no one's gonna be like typical fucking white guys, right? It just doesn't work sure. that way, you know.
1: And that's like the that's the bummer. It's that's what we're getting over. And I think in the, the next generation will be better. And, and yeah. vice versa. Like it'll, it's getting better. Like progress is happening.
0: No progress is kind of happening all the but time, but it's,
1: it's slow. And it's
0: slow, and I think. I think what it is, like you were saying, you were such a big Louis F- Louis C.K. fan, and that's why I was so like, what the fuck, this mm-hmm. sucks. I think that's the reaction people are having to a lot of this, because, again, one of the great things about the internet, I'm not going to knock it, you guys are listening to me through it, mm-hmm. so it's its just so much, sometimes it's an overload of information. yeah. And so when one, so Cosby fell, and then everyone's like, well, there's this piece of shit, and then this piece of shit, so now is the time, let's strike while Aaron's hot, which I get that, yeah. but then the general public is like, we were just dealing with the loss of a guy that we loved, and I that he was dead, but the fact that we can no longer look at him the same way. I, you know what I mean? I know a lot of people who were like, don't think about of our generation, but I know like older people who were like, Bill Cosby's a rapist? That sucks. I love well, that guy. So it took people a while for that. Then all of a sudden, it was like, oh, you know that guy's talk show you watch on channel on, on PBS, where it's just him at a table, Charlie Rose? Piece of shit too. Oh, how about Matt Lauer, the guy you watch in the morning? Huge piece of shit. I guess that's so like what?
1: I don't have much sympathy for people like needing to deal with that. Oh you know? no, no,
0: like, no! I'm not saying you it's should. Like
1: it's like if that's the if that's an issue where it's like, oh, how do I deal with the loss of my hero? It's like you lose heroes all the time. You you know like yeah. you meet you never meet your heroes. That's literally what it is. So oh, I'm
0: not saying you should have sympathy. I'm just saying that this is why. But some people are arguing that,
1: and the, which and is stupid. Which but I'm just dumb. trying
0: to explain what the recoil is because I I I I get it. Because, you know, I'm a fan of sports and it feels like every other week there's a new guy where I'm like, son of a bitch, dude. Why are you hitting your wife? And again, you know, I don't want people to have sympathy for me because I get over it pretty quickly. But I'm saying this is what's happening with the general public. And this is why things you you mentioned change being slow. Mm -hmm. And here's part of why I think change is slow. I'm not saying it's right. I think those people, like you were saying, get the fuck over it. There are better heroes to have clearly then. Um, I just
1: think it's hard because I think the people who are like, ugh, this me too who like don't care about the me too movement or are like giving reasons as to why it's kind of taking time it's like it's hard because it's a good move it's a the thing that's me too that's a good thing that happened. That this is all happening is a good thing. And it's a pro- and it's moved towards progress. The problem is since the internet is there's so much and just everyone speak, everyone speaks on everything. Then certain people um, load onto the Me Too movement and you're like, that's nothing. <laughs> <So> quiet, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Where you're like, like or like the Aziz one or like there's certain ones where you're like, nah. Like this is. Let's not equate, like. Um, Let's not make everything about this because this then it'll lessen the impact of an otherwise very important. I think. Movement.
0: No. Yeah. Exactly. I definitely yeah. that happens. I think that's probably happened with every movement throughout history. It's just with the, the internet. It does kind of give everyone a voice. Where yeah. it used to be to get a story out, it was your mainstream news, which we know is awful in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. And they they were at least a filter, where they're like, no, that's a good story. That's a story. That's that's oh man, that's news. That's news. That's that's nothing. What? Really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Sorry a veteran grabbed your butt at a restaurant. You know, like, which again, not saying that's a nice thing.
1: Yeah, but he's like old. He doesn't, yeah. you know. <laughs> that guy
0: served where, in two wars, sweetheart. There's certain <laughs>
1: things where it's like, there's an there's going to be like old men who are like, hey, sweetheart, nice wreck, you know. And and I'm not going to take to the internet and be like, listen to what this man, it's like, that happens. They're going to die. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's going to, ha- it's fine. That's no big deal. Like, I, there's people who pull off creepiness. There's people who like, um... You know, it's harmless. And when and I still when
0: think there needs to be a better word than creep, I because know because I've had female friends say, we told you that guy was a creep. I'm like, I thought you meant like he picks his nose. Like, come on, yeah, there's creep. Levels of there's creep levels, there's levels. Because sure. you know, you think about creep as the kid who, who sniffed glue in fourth grade, like, or he eats paste or some weirdo like that, or he smells yeah. his own farts, and then you hear creep. From some people, and they're like, "No, I'm talking about a sexual predator," and I'm like, well, "Jesus, let's give a better <laughs> yeah, word like then, because yeah, I think yeah, that yeah. Radiohead song. I don't think yeah, yeah, yeah. a guy who's going to pin down one of my friends. Yeah, you that's
1: need awful. Like a, I mean, there's like sexual abuser. You can, you Even can that's go. Not fun. That's not fun. either. There needs to be, perv. Perv. <laughs>
0: perv is, perv is, is closer. There needs to be like a, a male equivalent to the word cunt. I don't know. <laughs> What's yeah, the,
1: like I, a, we just need I a bet I mean a cunt is different than a guy who's. You well, know, but think
0: about it, though, if women started, if women all came out saying that guy's a cunt, we, and then we all knew what that meant, you'd be like, oh man, that fucking piece of it. It would be that like almost owning that shit. word. But which I is considered people, a misogynistic word. But Look at that. I think I just am I onto use,
1: something. Like,
0: I know. We talked about Irish lot. culture earlier. Yeah. Did we get into that part? See, this is we, so funny. Yeah. I did this like, when, you know, everyone, we recorded a podcast without recording it, so we got about 10 minutes in or so. We we're talking about Irish culture. Because Lael's yeah. got that. Awesome Gaelic Irish, name.
1: I got that I, I've got the culture. But like cunt is just like, can be fun. It is <laughs> cunt, a fun I, sounding I word. I use, I say cunt in my stand up sometimes and it's always like people either love it or they like pull, pull back.
0: Which kind of is a fun reaction too sometimes yeah. as a comedian. Yeah. For those of you listening, sometimes comedians like that reaction too. That whole like, ooh. It's yeah, just fun you know.
1: to say. Cunt is a good word.
0: It is. Are <laughs> it you hot? It word. is very hot in the studio. It's a little warm. i unbuttoned okay. a few buttons, and as I was doing it, you were talking. I remember being like, I'm filming this. People <laughs> are gonna be like, ooh, is Joe coming on there? <laughs> what the hell is happening? Yeah, no, I'm sweating a little bit. Timely time for this. Well, I'm dressed up slightly because I did a family. We did family photos. Nice. Uh, Oh, Out in this son. nice little area Ray. with my little boy. boy. He's uh, one and a half, and our dog got to come along, so she's in the photos, too. Got a, a dog. badass uh, boxer lab mix. She's like 85, 90 pounds. She is alpha female. She's a feminist. I'm talking about the I Me Too female. movement, yeah. she would definitely be leading other female dogs to I be love like, it. you're not going to call us bitches anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love you know? that. Um,
1: I like that about
0: her. <laughs> yeah, it was a nice little photo, and then we went to Baker Square afterwards, Where's so I'm that? feeling a little full. Baker Square is a chain restaurant. Have you heard of it? Mm-mm. They're they're across America. There's only a couple in Chicago, though.
1: I've never heard of it. So it's one
0: over on Foster, like far west, though, in the city. Like
1: American food?
0: Yeah. Just like, it's their pies are their specialty. They got great pie. But they also serve like breakfast. It's like a Denny's, but with pie.
1: Gotcha. Pie has been like on my mind.
0: I had this. uh, (laughs) I've been been wanting
1: pecan pie really bad.
0: I had like a pecan crust, this apple pie had. It was really delicious.
1: I have this weird, this is like a funny little. podcast anecdote i have this weird dream speaking of pecans i have this dream where i'm like in a room and i i have this dream like once a year at least i'm just in a white room and i look down (laughs) and my whole skin is covered in pecans and i will i'll like take one off and it'll regenerate it makes me sick like i can't really eat (laughs) like straight pecans because it's so upsetting it rocks me back to that dream
0: (laughs) That's some of the weirdest shit. Is that ever weird? Life. Every time I do this podcast, my guest will tell me something that I can't even follow up with cuz it's so bizarre. That's I bizarre. can't I can't be like, "Oh, well, oh, that's common. I had a I had a dream once that I was, you know, I had a every time I wiggle my fingers, blueberries came out. It's weird to go like, "This more blueberries. Anyone want some blueberries?" And then I'd fill but up But it's a bowl. like, have you
1: ever seen Fantastic 4?
0: Which one? That, I saw the, the, the one like with Jessica one. Alba. Yeah, yeah, yeah that one. one. The guy uh,
1: with that skin. It's like that consistency. Uh, but we just those nuts. with, <laughs> with <the> pecans, pecans. <laughs> yeah pecans however you want to
0: Kristen toomey told me she had didn't buy toilet paper for three months when she was on this podcast
1: <laughs> three months i don't t- i don't buy toilet paper for a long time but it's because i like buy it a, a bunch
0: oh well that's different yeah. she literally had no toilet paper in her home for three she months using? she was taking what she called bird baths
1: <laughs> oh my god i love her she's, so
0: she's hilarious <laughs> and it was a, a great podcast because she Anyway, listen to it, guys. I don't need to talk about past podcasts while I'm podcasting. That's weird. Um, Although one time I thought it'd be cool to do a podcast about other podcasts. The whole concept was you talking about other podcasts. Is that not cool? No. Is that lame? Maybe it's lame. lame. That'd be a decent hook. Be like, hey, while you're listening to this podcast, check out this other podcast.
1: The hook is what boggs me. Like, I just want a podcast... But I don't want to do the work for it. <laughs> you know, it's a big thing.
0: See, people like that though. I know there's some podcasts where people, with their great production value, I've listened to them where I'm like, holy shit, they've got like they these got perfect stuff. segments yeah. and everything's. So I try to have at least one or two things I was doing weekly. For a while, I was doing three dumb questions or three random questions or whatever. Yeah. Like type of bar conversation questions. Yeah. One being like, what would your last meal be? Uh, another Ooh, one was, okay. how'd you lose your virginity? Which you have a it joke about
1: it yeah yeah, yeah. Well, recent it, it was how recent. old were you when you it was lost 20 th- i say in the joke i was 23 but i was twenty-two. cool yeah um but i was it was, it was like, in chicago like, yeah yeah
0: that's cool <laughs> yeah so it was it everything is cracked up to be
1: <laughs> it was horrible i mean it was a nightmare <laughs> but um that but it's been fine since it's, i think the it's first nightmare for everybody it's one time. of those things where it's like i just held it up in my head as this thing and then you're like oh it's not this you know it's not a big deal but i mean i was
0: like nine so i can't even tell but you but know, going
1: <laughs> back to my last meal i love this question but um i like food i like talking about food <laughs> a lot but um my favorite famous person's last meal is the i think it was the oklahoma what's his name Timothy McVeigh? Timothy McVeigh. McVeigh. what was it i think it was mint chocolate chip ice cream like two pints of mint chocolate chip ice cream that's
0: it that's it that's so lame
1: no it's like psycho well psychotic but yeah that's what's cool about it
0: i mean why couldn't he have done like a full they don't give you like courses it's just one course
1: you can do whatever you want like i think um bundy did like a bunch of kfc or something like there's a whole i read a whole article kfc
0: it. makes more sense because you could have a breast a thigh what would side of mashed be? potatoes and gravy. I would probably do like a Thanksgiving meal because I do love Thanksgiving dinner a lot. Yeah. Or, but sometimes I'm weird. I like a big bowl of Captain Crunch. I'm crushing. Um, honey Nut Cheerios. I'm a big cereal guy. Cereal's um,
1: amazing.
0: Then sometimes I think uh, uh, Portillo's Italian or any kind of Italian beef. Mr. Beef I like a lot. Um, it's Johnny's Jay's Yeah, you know, I'm on hot jardinera. Throw that in there like yeah. a whole thing. Um, nice cold beer to wash it down. <laughs> yeah. Miller Lite because I'm a cheap Ew, bastard like disgusting. that.
1: Disgusting. My favorite
0: beers are Guinness beer. and Miller Lite. I'll, I like I'll have Guinness, Guinness when it's like free because it's I like, expensive.
1: I, I don't like any beer that much. Enough for a last meal. I would do a glass of wine.
0: See, I don't like wine. I'm not a wine fan.
1: Yeah, I've been rec- I've recently I'm a convert to wine. That's what my parents always drank, and I like never drank it. And then now I'm
0: like, oh. And now we're drinking Jameson's <laughs> yeah. whiskey. Tall, Jameson, too. You poured yeah, it tall. well.
1: Jameson Jameson's like what I drank if I'm taking a shot. I do shots of Jamer.
0: So. You know what I'm gonna do? I should try to bring in different whiskeys, lesser known brands, and see if I get a little sponsorship believe, J-Mo coming has, this way.
1: Um like a.
0: I've done the Black, Black? Barrel. Yeah, yeah. That's I've done the really Jameson 12 year too, which is really good. I had yeah. that for a while. I used to have a whole variety of whiskeys at my house because I remember having a St. Patrick's Day party and had a shitload of stuff left.
1: Do you do it up for St. Paddy's Day?
0: I'd go crazy for St. Patrick's really? Day. Yeah, that's so funny. I people- don't.
1: I don't touch it.
0: You know, I, like,
1: I like to party. Like, I don't like to party during peak.
0: <laughs> no, I hate New Year's peak Eve. Peak hours. I hate New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve sucks. Here's my problem with St. Patrick's Day. I don't like it. Chicago does it in an annoying way. And my dad actually hates what Chicago did. And he's a lifelong Chicagoan. It used to be whatever day St. Patrick's Day was, the 17th. So say it was a Tuesday. That was the day of the parade. They'd have the parade downtown on a Tuesday. My dad loved it because even though he didn't work downtown, he had a lot of friends who worked downtown. And at noon, everybody would leave their downtown office buildings and watch the parade go down State Street. And he said it was great because he would just go down there and know what bar his friends would go to. You didn't have to make plans, you didn't have to do anything. My dad was always about, he hates making plans. Mm-hmm. Was, I remember being a little kid and hearing my dad say, it's nice to have a regular place, like a regular bar, because then you don't have to call people in advance. You just show up and you know people. It's great, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. And he said, it was amazing. He said, everyone took a half day at work. Everyone who worked downtown at noon would watch the parade, go, and right when the parade was over, would go right into the bars, and it was, the whole downtown would shut down because everyone was out drinking, like as far as offices go. Yeah. And then the previous Mayor Daly, the one before this current mayor, Rahm Emanuel, said, like, I don't know, he did this probably like in the late 90s. He said, we were going to move it to the Saturday before St. Patrick's Day. That way families could go. And my dad was like, St. Patrick's Day is not a family holiday. Yeah, yeah It's, it's not. not. And it's true. I don't think I've ever it's spent a St. Patrick's Day yeah. with, my, with my dad. It's a day in which you go out with your friends yeah, and you go drinking and stuff like that. If you've got cousins day. and stuff, it's fine. But it's not like a generational let's all hang out. So it's just not what it is to me. the worst
1: people come out, though.
0: I know because you you know what it is. I don't like going out. People go out on that Saturday before that parade day. This past year sucked a little bit because St. Patrick's Day fell on a Saturday. Mm. When St. Patrick's Day falls on a Wednesday or a Tuesday, it is still amazing to me. Definitely. Because it's only the hardcore people that go Definitely. out.
1: Definitely. And I'll do that.
0: I'll take that day off of work. No, me and a bunch of comics, CJ Sullivan, Sean Flannery, Anna Burke, when it would be on a Tuesday, we would get together at like 10 in the morning and just go. Oh, yeah. Go I was going to come and go hard. I had to it was work this, pa-
1: this past It was because... a Saturday,
0: though, too. So yeah. it, was, it was still fun. I had a good time. I just get mad because so many people shit on it. And it's a lot of my comedian friends because they're not from here they move here they live around trendy areas and they go why is everyone throwing up in the streets this is no fun and they talk shit about the Irish and in a way where I'm like if this were any other ethnicity you wouldn't be saying shit but because Irish kind of dominate nowadays you feel like oh I can make fun of them
1: well I feel like I would have so much fun if I went to like a like an old like an old school chicago dive bar. that's where I, that's where we go like galway yeah. we I went to galway because
0: i wanted to watch ireland versus england rugby so that yeah. was fun and then after that i worked my way back to like the authentic bars but where there are people old
1: town they have names
0: like you but they actually sound like they're from ireland Yeah, yeah. because they are from ireland
1: well those that kind of same party i can get behind it's like the people my age partying downtown old town
0: did we mention the irish fest on take two of the podcast no because you and i did a irish fest together yeah. in chicago it was funny because during that, I remember you mentioning it was just so many people with red hair and blue eyes. Which, yeah. did you know this? That is the biggest minority of hair, eye color combination. Something like one to one, one and a half percent of the world's population has red hair and blue eyes. One and a half percent. That's crazy. So I'm like part of the biggest minority as a comedian. Yeah. So I feel like I should be getting more shit from my minorities. Yeah,
1: status. yeah. You really should.
0: I'm kidding, people. <laughs> in case we got some sensitive to people listening, going, you're still a straight white man and you get everything, <laughs> which is not fucking true. Uh, you know, you talked about rich people earlier, and I thought about this. In um in regards to like the person who says like you know who my dad is and that type of rich asshole, I was uh what was I doing? I was driving somewhere. And I went. I saw like this mansion. and I remember thinking to myself like if I lived over here, I would do this. And my one friend said if you lived there, you wouldn't think about that because yeah. you'd have so much money, it wouldn't apply to you. I can't remember yeah. what it was. Uh, and I go God, I would hate to, I, like that's boring to me. Why do like if if you, So my my question to you is if you were rich as hell, what would you do with your money?
1: Well. I don't
0: know. I oh, now I remember what it was. I'm sorry. I'm fucking a <laughs> moron, everybody. Uh, my watch. I'm wearing a watch, everybody, if you're watching on YouTube. And uh, you know, it looks pretty nice, right? Mm-hmm. I've had people go, damn, fancy watch. I like that. Here's my thing. My wrists are way too hairy for this watch because <laughs> my hair gets cut in the links and it hurts like a motherfucker. Yeah. This was, uh, this was like 17 bucks on Amazon. Everybody listening, go on Amazon. You could, you could really pimp yourself out for very cheap. And I thought to myself, even if, because the Jay-Z song came on where he mentioned Rolex that don't tick-tock. I think that was the lyric. And uh, anyway, that popped in my head where I'm like, Rolexes are like $5,000. Yeah. They're insanely expensive. Just for a watch. Why would anyone spend that money?
1: With money, you just start spending money on things you don't need, which I think.
0: Because you have it?
1: Yeah. It's like, I think, I come from a wealthy family. And like.
0: No shit, Connecticut. And
1: I think it's like. It's interesting. It's like I'm very grateful for everything. Real quick,
0: I'm not kidding, actually, when I said that. Because Connecticut, is it weird that Connecticut, you automatically think wealthy and rich. Yeah. Where if you said I'm from Mississippi, I grew up poor, I'd be like, no shit. You know what I mean? It's it's a stereotype, but there's some truth to some of them.
1: I hate saying I'm from Connecticut. I don't like, it's like.
0: Because you know you're going to get judged off of it. Well, especially especially in
1: comedy, it's like, it's not cool. Because the
0: only other comedian I know from Connecticut is David Drake. You know, comedian David Drake? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, he yeah, grew up yeah, yeah. playing like, tennis the, team and stuff. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah.
1: It's like the whole, pl- other. It, the further you get into Connecticut, the further away from New York City you get, it gets pretty just new, in, like standard New England. But like Fairfield County, where I'm from, is crazy rich. It's like, and- What be, do your
0: parents do, if you don't mind me asking?
1: My dad's in finance.
0: Oh, there you go. Yeah. Does he work in Manhattan?
1: Uh, no, he used to. But um, it's, it's just that whole – it's a weird place to grow up. It's very um, – I, I was very sad <laughs> because it's, like, everyone's beautiful and very image-obsessed, and I was always, like, a chubby kid. And so that was, like, extra tough. And I'm not complaining. You yeah, like,
0: don't. You shouldn't. I'm
1: not because I'm grateful for everything. But it's also, like, there, I get why people don't like rich people. Like, I get it from the inside, too, so it's like I understand. If you judge me, I get it. You know, See, I it's think like my I- thing
0: with rich people is I I like the rich people who like work their ass off and you know build something. Or your me- dad's obviously. My dad, Finance. he obviously went to great schools. He worked hard. He studied. So I, I, I my no, dad
1: like made it. Yeah, I have like no he did. I people. they have the rich. They have the right to not like me. Yes,
0: it's the rich kids. It's the rich kind, kids. Entitlement. With
1: entitlement. And people Which, hate entitlement. And that's what I've been fighting against is not yes. being that person.
0: But you know what else you could do? That's fun. I do every now and then. You meet a rich kid who's just like, yeah, I grew up rich. It was awesome. I like that person that's too. That's fun too. Because at least be honest. At least
1: be honest. I try to be honest, and but also not like talk about it a lot. You know.
0: That's smart too. Because it's
1: like when you talk about it a bunch. And you're like, who's this braggart kid? Yeah, but like, I think there's like a fine line of like, don't lie, don't try to hide. I don't
0: understand that because if you, there are people who are like, oh, we worked very hard. I had to work my ass off to get this. I'm like, no, just admit, admit it that dad, daddy yeah. helped you. Yeah. That's okay.
1: Yeah, I got my life. Other is people so wish much their dads could help them in that regard totally. too. People my do the best they can. My life is easier though. than most, and I and I get that. and I'm like the first to admit it, but it's it's like. I don't know. It's in comedy. It's, very unpopular. it's well, like a very unpopular, well, yeah, well, because fu- so I try to be like not a dick about it, you know.
0: Yeah, but you know, it's it also annoying and it gets old. You go to an open mic in any comedy scene in America or around the world. I'm sure. And there's always a handful of losers saying, I'm poor, I'm broke, I can't get laid because I have no money when am are going to yeah, bring yeah. a girl back to my garden apartment. It's usually dudes. Yeah. And, that is a lame And it's style. just like, it's fucking- It's boring. It's boring, yeah, man. It's, boring. it's been done. Well, that's so it's thing, almost funny to hear somebody be like, yeah, I had money. That was sweet.
1: It is, yeah. And, and not, and I'm, more, not
0: that I'm telling you you should go that direction. No,
1: more people have money, I think, than you'd think. Oh, for sure. Like, more people are like- Hipster
0: kids, so many yeah, hipster kids yeah, yeah, grew up with oh,
1: money. Oh, 100%. But- um, Especially now, that's why they, they like, feel guilty
0: all the time. That's why they're always apologizing yeah, yeah. for being white well, and stuff. Like, which hit, I'm like, like, this is dumb.
1: A bu- there's a bunch of a bunch of rich kids become artists because it's like they have that freedom. Yeah. Too, it's like they're not starving artists. They're pretending to be starving artists. See,
0: that, that kills me. I see. I get like, I don't like the apologists for people who like they they feel bad for the way they grew up in a weird way. I think acknowledge that you had an advantage. Yeah. I think that's cool acknowledge. Hey, yeah, I had an advantage a lot of people didn't have. Respect that. Mm-hmm. Know that in your circumstance when talking to people who didn't have that yeah. advantage. But to run around and be like like some of these like what I said, the people who apologize for being white and stuff, I go, that's just dumb. And you're not making minorities feel better. They think of you as an asshole even more so.
1: I think if you're self aware enough of like the advantages you have that's and what the it privileges is. you have, acknowledge and it. you're thankful and you acknowledge them and that you're like and that you try not to abuse them, then you're fine.
0: Yeah, because then at that point when you're apologizing you're almost to apologize for something that was beyond your control is also... that's yeah. I think that turns people off. I brought up the whole Rolex thing because I did think... I, first, I'm like, what kind of asshole would spend $5,000 on whatever? But then there might be some symbolic meaning. Maybe their father was a big fan of the brand and they always Maybe. wanted one. So if you're a person who's like, I always wanted a Cadillac and I, or, or a Porsche or whatever super expensive car. And to me, it was just this like thing. I get that because there's a thrift store at Montrose in Milwaukee. Just uh, yeah, right to at Montrose in Milwaukee. And for the longest time when I first started doing stand up I was living with my parents so I was like 21 or no I was 22 mm-hmm. and uh, I would get on the Kennedy at Montrose or, or take Mo- you know drive down Montrose and or drive down Milwaukee and I'd pass this thrift store all the time and I'd be at that light and I would look into the thrift store and in the window there's this gold little JFK like head statue thing the kind you'd put on a desk uh, you know like
1: the bust
0: Yeah like the bust you know his yeah. shoulders and you know mm-hmm. whatever and then the, the cool Kennedy hair and um, it'd be cool that's if the hair was like a get. Chia Pet. <laughs> I, no, you know what? I'm like, that thing is so cool. I want that. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: I went in there and it was $250. Yeah, that's crazy. And I was like, that's nuts. I yeah. can't do that. But I thought to myself, if I ever do something like really big, I'll go in there and buy it as like that's a reward. for. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm cool with people rewarding themselves. That I get. Yeah. I just don't understand the people who are like, we'll throw this money away or throw that away for the sake. Because to me, I'm like, there's so many better things you could do with that money. Donate yeah. it. Give it to someone. Donate I it. would, I, you know what I'd I be. Say
1: donate. I, if you have a crate that's why like Bill Bill Gates is like the gold standard of
0: yeah he's been good what about to stuff do is yeah because
1: you should just give it you should give a bunch of it away
0: I would agree because and it's fun. I don't know i I think that's why a lot of the, there's studies that say a lot of billionaires are and CEOs that, that are billionaires that are heads of these companies are sociopathic a lot yeah, of uh, they just
1: want more and more money
0: they get obsessed with watching the numbers go up, yeah, and they say that mindset to to People don't know how much money a billion dollars is. They really yeah. don't. They don't even qualify it. I've, I've hung out. I have friends who have millions. That I used to hang out with, and in order to spend one day's salary, it was like you had to work. You had to like try. Mm-hmm. We would have. We, I remember one time. I was friends with the guy who played for the Blackhawks. We had a crazy night out, and I remember doing the math on it because we got a hotel room at the Peninsula in downtown Chicago, and they slipped the bill under the door. You know, in the morning, mm-hmm. and I saw it was like seven thousand dollars a night hotel room. Seven thousand. And then I did the math on like all the bar tabs and all that stuff, and I'm like maybe eighty five hundred. And I, his contract's public knowledge; he's a professional athlete. Yeah. Google it we didn't even spend his one day salary. He made 10 grand a day and we crazy. didn't even hit one day. Wild. The average person, if they splurge, will definitely hit a three day run. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, it's. Especially,
1: very, I don't know. I, that's the, that was
0: effort to put effort all that extra that. stuff.
1: Like all the like crazy spending is like fun to look at and be like, Whoa, it's interesting that you're doing that. <laughs> but to like actually do that, I think would it'd be like very empty.
0: Yes. That's why I mean like, because a big, uh, a trait or a sign of a sociopath is someone who like, doesn't have empathy they can't really like feel for others yeah so i like when i often fantasize about being like a multi-multi-millionaire because i like the idea there's a story about babe ruth where babe ruth went up to there's, someone else said sinatra did this too but I, I heard it was babe ruth where he said to a guy what's the biggest tip you ever got and someone said oh this one guy gave me 50 bucks and he goes well here's 100 let me know if anyone beats that i'll come back and double it the like tipping. that's fun tipping tipping
1: fun tipping is what I spend most of my money tipping. Yeah. Like, cause I like tipping well and I, it's like, um, it's fun and it feels good. It's a little for you, but then you know you're like making somebody else's day better.
0: After we, it's tear good to be
1: a good tipper. Yes, to have karma. That, to have that, like a, a reputation of a good tipper is great. I think if you have money, you should be a good tipper. It's crazy to me when people have, and I have encountered a lot of them. People have money and then tip like fifteen percent. It's embarrassing. Like, Dude, to you me. have this money. When, like give some of it away.
0: So after we tear down. All the sexual abusers of the world with the Me Too movement. I want another movement to tear down all the bad tippers of the bad world. Bad tippers are the worst. They need to get brought. The celebrity ones, too, because you have fucking money. Whenever I hear about stories like Scotty Pippen used to play for the Chicago Bulls, NBA Hall of Famer. Anyone listening knows who Scotty Pippen is. Nicknamed throughout downtown Chicago, no tippin' Pippen.
1: That's ridiculous. Because he was
0: one of the they say he was, it was like he wouldn't leave tips at all, or if he did leave, it was so like one percent. You are worth. Mil- I don't understand how you don't get a thrill out of being that guy that who could cool. change someone's life. I
1: remember Schumer one time tipped like a thousand bucks at somewhere. Hell
0: yeah, and, and good I was for like, her. Yes,
1: like I love it, and, and like it's like yeah, it makes a news story, and perhaps that's like part of the motive. But like it's thats smart, how you are still should, smart. That's how you should sell yourself.
0: But you know who didn't care about the motive? The person who got the thousand dollar tip. Yeah. They didn't think, oh, they just did this for PR. They go, fuck out, This is a it's grand their
1: server and like it's that's the that's their way they live. And so,
0: so many of these millionaires, these people who are worth like, if you're worth ten million dollars, you could tip a grand easily and not even notice. Yeah. It won't even affect you. Like well, I just said, this guy was making ten grand a day, his contract was 365, million, 365 days. is a real easy math there. So if you're out there making ten million, which is three times of what I just said, you should make like thirty thousand dollars a day. You could go get a cup of coffee. At Starbucks, right? Five bucks. I don't know. I don't go to Starbucks. Five bucks sounds about right, though. Everyone, and yeah. you could throw down a thousand dollars, which I know people like. Fi- That's insane. And but it guess would be what? Fine. You just made that person's month. Yeah. Or you know, you, you, they have rent. Yes. Yeah. I love the idea of being able to change someone's life, and on a whim like that, to just be yeah. like, "Fuck it, I'm in a good mood. Here's a grant. Take, it, take do it.
1: it." Everyone who has money should do it, definitely. And then, like. I'd say most people should tip, if they can, if they have, like, the capability to, should tip.
0: 20% is my gold standard. Yeah.
1: Yeah, 20% and then if it, I do, I do 20% and then, like, if the service is amazing, I do more.
0: Yes. I'm going to have to start doing more, though, because my one and a half old is at the point where he's just, like, making a mess when he eats. You know? It's yeah, just, like, yeah, yeah, Well, with everywhere. kids, yeah. it's
1: nice. I was a server, so with kids, it's nice when there's, like... um when there's a little, like, they're like, we got it. I'm sorry. Yeah, we know.
0: We know. He spilled <laughs> yeah, like, chocolate sorry. milk over the place today.
1: Yeah, yeah. He's uh, one and a half.
0: Yeah, one and a half.
1: That's pretty cute. I love kids.
0: He's a good little lad. Yeah. Um, it's been really fun. Um, I just I was talking Does it, to someone. Do you,
1: think, diff, do you feel differently? Like, yes. Do you think you're, like, a better person?
0: Yeah, I do, actually. Because mm-hmm. um, you think about so much more. I can't watch videos or I can't hear stories about bad shit happening to kids. Yeah, yeah. I just can't. And be And you want to protect them more. Like we were watching Lion King and I skipped the scene when Mufasa sad. Yeah, I'm it's like, too I don't sad. want to that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Also it's too sad for me. I know. I've become emotional. I've I had never cried I think from the time I was like maybe 8 or 9, I don't know, till like no, I might have cried a little when I broke my leg because that hurt like a motherfucker. I broke my leg playing football sophomore year of high school on the high school football team, and the whole offensive line fell on top of it. it was like oh. Imagine breaking a leg, yeah. and then and, and offensive linemen are huge. I'm talking we had a big offensive line for a sophomore high school football team, like 6'3", three, 300 pounds is the average dude, and have four guys that size on top of a broken bone. Yeah, oh. you're going to shed some tears, okay? And um, so from that point, my grandma dying, I cried, and then... Cubs winning the World Series, I cried. But then after my son was born, there's been like four or five movies that have made me cry. I didn't Those cry when the he was most born. Manly I didn't cry in.
1: They are. My team winning it <laughs> all. all Broken like a all like man yeah. cries. Grandma I cry all the time. Yeah. I cry like five times a week. No, I just. I love crying. It's but it was great. weird it that so movies good. are doing
0: it to me now, though. Beauty and the Beast. We watched the animated Beauty and the Beast before my son was born. Or no, right after he was born. Um, It was just on, and like at the end, made me I got teared up because it's like she was so sad that he like she thought he was dead.
1: That's the thing that happens. My brother was like never a crier, and then he has kids now and he cries. Um, I think crying is like the the best thing in the world. I say you should do it more because it's like it's a release. Well,
0: it's the one thing my friends my friends were like, don't go getting soft on us now that you're dad, because they were all like, oh, you're gonna be like some gushy father.
1: Then they'll have kids and they'll get up.
0: Yeah, but then I also said to myself, you know, if anyone needs to soften up, it's this guy. So, yeah, I Yeah, totally, it's good to soften up. Yeah.
1: Especially like has a as a dude who's you're you're a bit of an ornery guy right no. I don't for, know that
0: be, word No know, 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 angry. I know.
1: known for be having a bit of a temper I got it's, a bad temper yeah. it's, it's, it's good to like have something where you're like well I can't <laughs> like this thing I love so much and like, hopefully it soothes it a little bit
0: well it's funny because you know I do have a reputation of having a bad temper when I was younger it was just always just a hothead And then the problem is there's been a shift culturally in comedy where Mm -hmm. people are more sensitive to things than before, which some of that's a good thing. Some of it's, let's toughen the fuck up. Mm. Um, And listeners of the podcast know it's a, you know, recurring theme, my temper. Yeah. And... I I want people to know though that my default setting is uh, I am a happy guy. I've
1: never encountered you angry. Like I like some people I know you've
0: heard the stories for sure. I yeah, have, yeah.
1: but like I you've only been only nice and like very temperamentally yeah. nice to me. But um I think like yeah, it angry you in like a different time like wouldn't raise any <laughs> like this guy you'd be like oh yeah he's just
0: it's yeah, a comic a, he's and he's mad, he's yeah. mad no, it's, about it's stuff but yeah, world, yeah it's
1: just different thing whereas we're in a very emo culture right now everyone's very sensitive very, very emotional which for me i'm that way so i which i get i, I, get I gotta it. adapt
0: in some regards but you can in other also like no <laughs> you,
1: you don't have to like
0: i think of it this way you, you can
1: tend a little angry people do that all the time yes but it's you don't want to have it re- govern your life.
0: I don't want people to walk on eggshells around me because they think I might snap in any minute. Yeah, Because yeah. that's not, like, again, I say my default setting is happiness. I'm easy going. Um, I feel like I'm very approachable. I want, I love comedians and people who are out there doing it. As long as they're out there doing it and respecting it and having a sense of hustle to them, I'm a fan. like comments. Even if I don't yeah. like their comedy, I'm a fan because yeah. I like to see that work ethic put in play. Uh I just, yeah, I just have a a bad temper is different than being an angry person. It is. I'm not an angry person, but I do have a bad temper because things, I snap, things bubble up. I get a little upset. A lot of what's gotten me is just being fucking tired because you know, you have a kid. So I tell people, I go, it's the best thing in the world. I'm still getting used to operating on a few hours sleep.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's got to trigger it. (laughs) Because it's
0: on days when I'm like, all right, um, yesterday night. You know, I had. A, oh no, I did a show yesterday. I want to but like on a night when I don't have a show, and I'm and I'm like, you know what, I'm taking the night off. Yeah. I'm not going to do a podcast. I'm not going to go up at an open mic. I'm not. I, I'm not booked for anything. So this is just a night off for me.
1: Night's off
0: are great. Happy all day, yeah. all day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. ecstatic. I'm loving life. Oh, yeah. You know, my son is at the point now where I can be like, I will say when he's got his bedtime routine because I put him to bed before I go to shows. Yeah, he goes to bed at like seven o'clock. My wife goes home at like seven yeah. thirty. I leave out the you, door yeah, by like yeah, eight yeah. to go do a set. You know, and. Uh, I'll say, hey, Maddie, um, go give Holly, Holly's our dog, um, go give Holly a hug and a kiss goodnight. And he'll walk up to my dog, and she's usually laying on the ground. Cute. He goes down, gives her a big hug, gives Super her a kiss. It's the, he's one and a half, and he, yeah. he does those commands it's like that, which is commands like he's a dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Go do this, now sit. You know? <laughs> But
1: it's adorable and sweet. It's adorable it's as hell. Impossible to
0: be Now when he poops himself now, do, yeah. he's, you know, he's still one and a half, so he's a ways, ways away from potty training, I believe. Mm-hmm. I think you start to do that like two and a half. I don't even know. I should read a book. And um, now yeah, he'll, he'll come up to me like, poop. I'm like, did you poop? And I'm like, and I smell like, damn, you did. All right, let's take care of this. It's fun. But it's other times, I'll be like, dude, you pooped. Let's take care of this. He's like, no, I'm in the middle of some shit here. I'm having fun. Let me, let me be. I'm like, Are you no.
1: excited for him to be like 15? Like, no, that, I feel like that'll be f- that's fun for boys more. So, I mean, I'm for excited like for, for as long as he's with. happy
0: and, and healthy. I'm excited for all of it, but I want him to stay young as long as possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I used to want a little dog when I was growing up. Yeah, I never definitely. had a dog growing up, and so. When we got a dog, I remember being like, "It'd be cool to have a little dog." And my wife was always grew up a big dog. She was, she grew up in a dog family, and I was like, "But a little dog, they're like puppies forever." That's how I viewed little dogs. Yeah. Um, and I love my dog, and she's great. But sometimes I'm like, "Man, I remember when you were this He's tiny. That cute was fun." Thing, yeah. So I'm but I this don't I best, want him to grow up this slow is the as best hell. Part of it then. Yeah, being one and a half because you're you're seeing them learn new stuff.
1: Super cool. I have a niece and nephew, and they're like. Um, four and two and it's the best to like see their, to the world through their eyes. It's so um, much more innocent, but like cool. Yeah. Yeah. Kids the best. It
0: really really is a great thing. Um, It it helps. Yeah. It gives me more stuff to talk about as a stamp (laughs) comedian, everything like that. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how are we on time? I don't want to keep whale like too long. 15 minutes of fun stuff. All right. Well, I want to bring this up because you were a big fan of the grocery store.
1: I love the grocery you store. You
0: have a couple of <laughs> really funny bits. You like those rotisserie chickens. I like the rotisserie Who chicken. Who doesn't like rotisserie chicken, though? Everyone likes it. It's, it's, a, it's a quick That's meal out a, the door.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, I, in the joke, I say it's a little it, like you can carry it like a
0: little it's purse. On, it's like a clutch. Yeah, Did you yeah, say it like a, little, a clutch? Yeah, I, think I say it like do. a That's probably why I heard that.
1: But, um, yeah, they're great. They're so tender. My problem with rotisserie is like... um. I never eat the whole thing and it's best when it's like fresh from under that.
0: <laughs> Let me get a female perspective on this because I brought this up to someone. Under
1: that thing, you
0: know. Oh, yeah. When, yeah, you can feel yeah. Oh, yeah, for when sure. Feel I love that. I love that whole section. Feel it's it, yeah, yeah. hot. It's you ever get great. like the warm bread that comes with it? Like those Hawaiian king rolls?
1: Okay, Hawaiian king rolls are amazing.
0: Very underrated. If you, put
1: it, if you put a little of that on there with like a little honey mustard or something.
0: I like to Very get that. If, if you have a greasy chicken and you get the bread off the grease of the yeah, chicken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is an underrated move, right there. I'm more you.
1: of a roast chicken person than a fried chicken person. Which I like the
0: roast better too.
1: But fried chicken feels great. healthier to me. It does. Even fried though it's, doesn't feel healthy. Roast. I mean, rotisserie chicken's not that healthy, but yeah. it's it's healthier than fried chicken is. I think. It's, <laughs> it's got to be. It's got to be fried. Anything fried, <laughs> unless they're it's not good pumping for you. shit in there, it's got to be.
0: <sighs> which they might be. Who they knows? might be.
1: That's
0: I that. I used to joke with uh, friends. Like I remember talking about this like a year ago or so, hanging out. I'm saying that if I were single. I would use the growth, because everyone's always, you know, I think we're talking about dating apps, mm-hmm. and I, I was joking, saying, like, I got married the same summer Tinder became popular, which seems yeah. like bad luck to, that an app is created to make getting laid easier. And <laughs> you know, obviously, I, you know, yeah. I love my wife. I'm only kidding around with that. But I thought, I was joking with some friends saying, you know what? Even if I were single, I don't think I'd be on those apps. And they're like, oh, yeah, you would. Come on, man. Because it's either you meet someone at a bar or people do the apps, and now everything's easier. And I go, no. You know where I'd go? Grocery store. I think if I were single, store? I could pick up women at the grocery store. But then I thought to myself, it's crazy. I don't think women want to get, picked, no, up want to get picked up at the
1: grocery store. You're in your depends own town. It depends what it is, though. Especially if you're getting food. That's a very sensitive topic it's for just many women. It's an easy
0: topic, though. You're looking at something similar. You're kind of, you'd <sighs> be like, ooh, no, that's not a ripe one. I don't know. I'd be I just like, feel like I could pull it off.
1: Who was talking to me at the grocery store? <laughs> I, I'm in my own town there. <laughs> I've got my little things that I do. I just love it. I mean, I don't really talk. Sometimes when I move to the here, I've seen enough
0: beautiful women at grocery stores where I think, I could pull this off. Maybe that's just a weird sense of confidence I have. I don't know why.
1: I think you'd probably go meet somebody at a bar.
0: Well, bars, anyone can meet at a bar. I think I'd want the challenge of going going somewhere creative.
1: You think you could do it at a grocery store?
0: Dog park would be too easy.
1: Dog park. At dog park, also like all these places where they meet in movies wouldn't, (laughs)
0: <laughs> Maybe I saw something in a grocery store with someone met and that's why I thought oh, I could do I that I don't too. know
1: where people I honestly think now people meet online or they meet at bars people or they still meet, meet at bars, in yeah. like their social circle.
0: But I don't understand if you're listening and you're like I don't want to meet my future husband or wife at a bar. Why? Because it's oh, cliched? No. Or it just feels like we're Who drunk. Cares? That's why bars were invented. Yeah, that's the fucking that's point. The point of bars. Kilgallon's Pub. Pub is short for public house, meaning people would go there for all sorts of different things, not just to get liquored up. Yeah, you that, was, go, that was part well, of the now, charm. Like, but to, it was to meet. Was, it was like a town hall.
1: My current boyfriend. the first time we hooked up was at Galway. <laughs> we got very very drunk at Galway, and then we hooked up, and it's like, and now I'm dating him, and it's like, yeah, I fucked a guy at a bar
0: <laughs> by the way i but had that, the owner of galway bay on this podcast Nolan, great people, guy. check that one out <laughs> Nolan, Nolan rafferty yeah he's nah. one of a kind it's another thing of the irish culture we're talking about we loved i love the, the ball busting nature of the oh, irish culture he's
1: the best he's so funny yeah
0: people don't like that conor mcgregor too much and i was bummed that he lost but he talks a lot of shit and i go that's just irish culture yeah, I don't yeah, think, yeah.
1: that's what it it's is. not
0: like hate in his heart when he says that stuff that's just how they talk they're just but people meet up all
1: the time and it's like no big deal and i think and I never did well on the d- apps. I went on one app with this Irish guy, like straight up Irish, and he was super cute on th- the thing. And then he was like a um, hundred pounds heavier, like easy. And I'm like, dude, you know? Did he I'm do the photo from you. up top? So it went down. Well, he in did the like chin. older photos and then a flattering photo or two. And um,
0: I was, like, then you're a liar right away. You
1: no, know I'm gonna see you. And then, but like I like went on a date with him. He kept buying me drinks. And then like um, he was singing me this like. <laughs> Irish folk song. Like, this is horrible. I have to get out of here. Like Which, which song was it? Do I don't remember. He was, I, I have a video of him somewhere on my phone where is it's a like Black Velvet Band uh, where he's like oh, no, no, no. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and God. it's just this horrible and I, it's like Was it a
0: good singing or no? No. A lot it was so of Irish it, guys have good voices. I bet. I mean I it don't. Just,
1: it was just kind of like I was like Too am American. I, who am I Why am I with this stranger getting sang this folk song? I was that like, is I a little gotta, creepy. <laughs> I gotta go. I gotta get out of here. And so that was my Tinder experience and then I, date, I went on a date with a welder
0: where'd you meet <laughs> if you don't mind talking about this because this is one of the random questions, uh, which I haven't been done the last few podcasts because the nature yeah, yeah, of the podcast yeah. ended up getting weirdly serious. Uh, cause again, this is a pub. I tell people, I go, sometimes it's just silly bullshit conversation. Like mm-hmm. with Kevin Bozeman, we talk about bidets for the first 15 minutes about how to Days wash your three. asshole better. Uh, you know, with-
1: I want a Japanese, like if speaking of spending money, I might. I w- like.
0: They're not that expensive if you want to get a bidet. You could get I'm, an awesome one for like I might get
1: bucks. a. I might get a.
0: I want to get. It's gonna be like Christmas for me. I now.
1: might get like a Japanese toilet. Like that's what I might spend like a crazy amount of money on. Is like that's... The full
0: Japanese because you can just get the bidet where you bidet just modify is, the toilet you currently have. But
1: but like I don't know if I would want to spend money on. I definitely want to experience a Japanese toilet.
0: What's the, that's like a bidet then, right? Or is bidet. It's French? a bidet,
1: but it's like it. It like dries. Like it. Like you can like sit on a warm toilet seat. There's a whole list of options.
0: Sounds like it would make masturbating anyway, very interesting. Are you going to ask... Are
1: you gonna ask um, How
0: you lost virginity? Because that's a yeah, question bar, I've asked people. Bar. Okay, Because cool. I kind
1: of came to the... I was like, listen. <laughs> I literally decided that you, night I was quick, like... you
0: lost it at a bar?
1: No, 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 no.
0: Oh, you met the guy at a bar. I met at the
1: guy at a bar. Well, that's but not the question. I was, I was like...
0: <laughs> you don't <laughs> you have, have like, to answer the details. Apartment. It's just a joke.
1: But like, um, I decided that night and I was like I've waited enough I'm gonna get laid tonight and I did <laughs> like it's for girls it's uh, so
0: easy really yeah <laughs> no fucking shit Sherlock so I was or like, I mean, I was come like come you
1: know what I think I'm gonna get laid tonight for the first time and then I did and it was so easy and I was like I cannot believe that I took this long to do
0: it um, so many times I see female comedians every I mean men have this too and you know both genders and whoever whatever walk of life always has the one thing that they say that never does well and they can always I could see them go like why doesn't that joke do well yeah I've I've talked to several female friends who would do a joke about being, a, and being like, oh, I haven't gotten laid in a while. I can't get laid. And I okay. go, that joke will always bomb no, okay. because the audience is like, go get laid. You're go a woman. So easy. even the women in the crowd are like, you could do it. But and then they always go well, I have standards. I go, Well, exactly. But I but you understand that like some loser guy in the audience isn't gonna laugh at you saying I can't get laid. I had a joke he after actually I got can't, laid, where I was
1: like, I thought my whole life no one wanted to fuck me. Turns out you just have to ask. Like that's all like literally you just have to be like, hey, like that's how I when I got So
0: would you go up to a guy and be like, hey you wanna fuck? No,
1: I like knew I was like talking to the guy and then I was like, Do you want to go back <laughs> and he was like, Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like
1: it's so it's so easy. It's really crazy easy.
0: Well the people who struggle are the people who put too much into it yeah what's the line in what the 40 year old confidence.
1: virgin like you have to be you have to be a little confident
0: oh you have to be a little confident a little of confident course confident a little confident but it is still people put at a bar too especially um well, bars are loud well not all of them are but yeah you
1: got to carry yourself with certain that's what i mean that's what drinking is about is like it's awkward Liquid to, courage it's awkward to go with someone for the first time like it's it's weird yeah <laughs> it's a weird thing where you're like it's it's scary and um
0: rarely do i yeah. hear anyone say that the sex was good the first time no. I mean, sometimes it's good but i mean not
1: maybe if when you, you lose your virginity somebody it's not
0: but um i mean first time at all yeah the first time you bang someone at all it's usually it's not, always bad um, yeah that's why mostly that's bad. why you have to really like someone for the relationship to develop and then it gets better because you like each other usually yeah. you yeah, actually yeah. give a fuck yeah you know?
1: it's it's i mean i have
0: male friends who are like dude when i do one at stands i'm not Trying to make the sex good for her. And I'm like, that's such a scummy thing that's to say. a scummy thing. But then it makes sense, so, though, because they don't want someone to cling.
1: happens all the time. I think that it's like, um, sex is interesting now because it's like, um, it's, there's just so much of it. And it's like, you can have it. You can go on your phone and just find it. And then it's like, it's just like everywhere and it's no problem. And then everybody's having that scummy sex. And then it's like, people don't. It's it's not held, but <laughs> it's, it's like every, it's like now sex isn't like held to this <laughs> standard that it used to be. You
0: know, I used to run this, this is going to sound like I'm changing subjects, but I'm not because it's going off the word scum that you just said. I used to run a trivia <laughs> night and I would have to, you know, try to Google questions and everything like that. I remember coming across weird American facts and it was, uh, what was the, um, what was another name for a condom? Scumbag.
1: Scumbag. Condom, yeah.
0: I asked that trivia question. And everyone thought it was like hefty garbage bags or they those garbage everywhere. I'm like, no, they, The a nickname for a condom was called a scumbag. It
1: makes sense.
0: Yeah, it kind of does. Scum it's gross to think yeah, about. Yeah, it's gross. Scum, it's it's like, yeah, it well, rhymes. douche
1: bag is interesting because douche is to clean a, a vagina. vagina. Yeah. So I don't get that
0: one. I remember some, there was a there's a joke said,
1: about it. I think, I think like a lot a in this podcast, joke. I
0: don't realize I get, whenever I hear something, I go, Oh, someone has this joke about mm-hmm. that. There's like someone called him a douchebag. He goes, Oh, if by douche you mean I clean vaginas, then fuck yeah, yeah son. Yeah, like yeah, some yeah. stupid fucking it should, thing. Like I, that. It doesn't
1: make much sense, but I don't know. What are you
0: going to do? You have an ice cube situation going on just then? Yeah, I, just I, was, just I, was, I was like, Are you doing an accent? What happened? And I looked up and I was ice cube. All right, I'll cool. Um, yeah. Do you, have I, any,
1: do you have any closing?
0: <laughs> do I do a closing thing? No, no, you you just ask the silly thing? questions, which you just, you kind of wrapped up for me anyway. Um, Lail, I would appreciate you joining the podcast. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, other than, like, you know, I think the other other thing I wanted to mention to you, we talked about rich people, talked about you doing stand-up and stuff like that, Um, talked about Louis C.K. and some of the other crazy shit that's going on in the world right now. I just want people to be good to each other, and I feel like you kind of have that positive vibe for yourself, too, where you're like, let's just fucking have a good time.
1: try to be nice. I think if you're nice, it's like, then everything's easier in the world. Like if Like, if everyone kind of just agreed to be nice...
0: That's why I'm upset that I'm getting a reputation about having a bad temper, which I didn't before, nice even though my temper wasn't bad before. I was bad.
1: I know you're a nice guy. people know you're a nice guy. Like,
0: um, it's people I don't know, I feel like, who are weird, who think I'm a dick. And I'm like, if you got to know me a little bit better, you wouldn't think yeah, that. Yeah, because
1: nobody, nobody, like, you, if you hear something about someone, then you're just going to, like...
0: Well, I just wish we were more forgiving, you know what I mean? Yeah. You feel like, I, I see this all the time on social media, where I'm like, wait, I thought we all liked this person. Oh, no, they said one tweet that wasn't worded co- correctly in the way we wanted. And I'm like, that's a bad way to go about life.
1: Right. I don't know. I don't,
0: Ruth Bader Ginsburg is. wasn't on Colin Kaepernick's side initially. Ruth Bader Ginsburg, the Supreme Court justice that yeah. you know the left wing loves, uh-huh. she said something like, oh, I think it's stupid he's not standing for the national anthem. And people were like, well, fuck her now. And I'm like, really? Really, could she? Maybe, maybe she doesn't have to agree with you on ninety, on hundred percent of things. Maybe she could have this one thing where she thinks because she grew up very patriotic and old school, thinking I think you should stand for the flag. I think you could protest in a different way. She's not saying he shouldn't protest, right? I'm okay with Colin Kaepernick taking a knee. I'm okay with it. But I bring up that example because I couldn't believe it at the time. Because so I'm like, these are people who worship this woman. She said one thing that's not even that big, that's different, mm. and it made me think of the Kanye stuff because the Kanye song came on on my way over to the club. You know, everyone's really hating on Kanye a lot right now. And I get it. He's saying stupid ass shit. Stupid, but I still listen to his music. I still think his music's great. And I'm like, look, as long as he's not... I'm at the point now where I'm like, as long as you're not murdering or raping anyone, I could care less. I, I mean, I'm not care less. I, yeah, I'm hitting people. As long as you're not committing there's
1: crimes, no,
0: there's a scale. <laughs> Obviously, as long as not, yeah. Kanye's not committing any crimes, as far as I've heard, yeah. he's just he's saying being really dumb. stupid he's shit. Stupid, yeah. And I know people say, "Well, he's got this platform. And he's a celebrity. People listen to that." I, I go, "I don't think that's he's true."
1: Not the most even famous people, fans, even his fans, he his fans are like, "Come on, dude!" And then it's, but they are still listening to it. I
0: well, think. we put too much power on celebrities. We think when celebrities say stupid ass things that they have this impact. Maybe they do, but I definitely don't think it's to the extent that the average person thinks. Because if that were the case, Hillary Clinton would have won this last election. Every major celebrity endorsed her. And it did not matter. Yeah. I so when I hear know. people go, oh, well, Kanye's got to realize what he says has this impact on, I go, I don't think it has as much of an impact as you think. I don't, I mean, I, I think he's just saying stupid shit. Most people hear it going, yeah, this guy's off the fucking deep end. But you know what? Homecoming's yeah. a kick ass song.
1: It is. I don't know. Politics make my brain turn off. And I'm like, I never know when people, because people get so fired up about everything. Yes. And I get fired. And I'm like, I have certain things that matter to me more than others that i kind of follow a little more but i am the first to admit that i'm like i don't follow a lot of stuff so why would i <laughs> that's why i like why would about I you jump in i
0: think that's what made me um a fan of your comedy when the first few times i saw it or just talking to you because we don't know each other that well mm-hmm. when we see each other at shows it's like hey what's up how you yeah, doing yeah. all that kind of stuff and we've done a bunch of shows together and i think you're cool uh is that you you have a sense of individualism about yourself i remember hanging out at, at um at galway bay pub it was right when that Netflix special came out. Um, I'm blanking on it now. And you were like, I thought it sucked. And I'm like, oh, you're like the first person who heard that. Th- <laughs> which Nanette? one? You st- I'm, didn't you say Nanette you didn't like? Um, or were you, uh-
1: I thought it sucked, yeah. Yes, <laughs> which is okay to admit. <laughs> yeah, I thought it sucked. Well, and it doesn't like-
0: make you a bad feminist for fucking saying yeah, that yeah, shit, yeah, yeah. right? No, That's and what I, kills it was me.
1: Bad, it was a bad story stand-up special yes um i, I didn't see it by i the think way. she has the right to do it of course but i'm also she right like yes. as from my perspective i think it's not i didn't laugh the thing is i turned it off too like because i was like i'm not laughing at this i also can't watch stand-up <laughs> like well, even, even you like, watch it every night i can't right. watch special so it's like i turn on a special like it maybe if i hadn't been doing stand-up i would have watched it a little more and enjoyed it a little more and like got gotten it a little more but i was like i don't yeah <laughs> i don't have time for this like i don't i, I can barely watch like a show, let but this alone this isn't even
0: like political. What made that sound refreshing to me? And I had not even seen it. I might love it. Yeah, I just don't have the time to watch it. And also, I think you know certain things are aimed at different people. Mm-hmm. I'm not expecting her fans to go watch what came out recently, Joe Rogan's new special that yeah, came out I'm a couple not days ago. I don't, I'm not expecting the <laughs> net fans to be like Joe Rogan's new special. Would, I mean? comedians always is, feel like I they have probably, to comment on everything that would you? I would probably
1: don't. watch like the Joe Rogan special and be like, it's trash." Like I, yeah, I, I could see that. That's like fine. I, I just I don't. Hers, I just didn't like. It wasn't for me. But I also, it's like, I don't like a lot of that.
0: Which is great, though. But I, what I liked, I'm like, you had no problem being like, yeah, I'm not into that. I think, I like people who have that strong individual sense that don't blindly follow what everyone else is doing. Yeah. There are people who I see out there where I'm like, that's why I don't even think this is political. I'm just like, they they think okay. What does my team think? I have to think the way my team thinks. What is what does this group of people I know? You think? shouldn't because well, like,
1: everything's black and white. And yeah, I've a million got f- things on a million. There's like a spectrum on everything. Yes, that you can fall upon so to to align yourself fully with a um, a ideology like po- political. whatever, whatever it may be to do it, to align yourself fully with that without questioning anything within it is dumb. You're an idiot. It's very stupid. It's very stupid. And that's the problem I have with some like super liberals and super conservatives on both sides. Like that's like, it's like, you're like, you're just saying this cause they said it on the TV. Like that. You're not thinking about this. It happens on both si- sides of the spectrum of it. Um, and it's like, you're not, you're just speak. you're just talking because you can. That's the problem is, like, with so many people, it's like, you. everyone has a place to say something. It's like, you shouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> not everyone deserves it. You're not smart enough. You're not saying the right thing. You're adding to noise. I always said there should be, like, you should have to take a test to have a Twitter. You should take, you have to, or to, like, if you're going to speak on political issues, you should have, like, a uh, BA and <laughs> <In> po- Like <laughs> you should have something like if you, there should be the f- people who speak on this. I feel like I can speak on comedy cause I'm a person who does comedy. I don't speak on much else cause I don't know. Well, I got don- a
0: big mouth, but no, I definitely but agree like with you. I, there should be a, there should be some sort of filter. There should be some sort know. of fucking,
1: fl- you shouldn't just be able to say whatever you want online all the time because it's just adding to, I just read this. Sh- like people are idiot. Like you, and just no read, one changes
0: their mind rarely. No,
1: one's it's not changing anybody's mind. And you read it, You're like, why are you like, you don't know, you don't know anything. Why are you pretend? And sometimes I'll read something where I'm like, that's a very well thought out, well written thing, and I'm glad they posted it, but it happens once a year. <laughs> Like, I don't know, so infrequently. It's it's crazy. Everyone's just spout, spouting bullshit.
0: Well, Lale O'Shaughnessy, everyone you can catch Lail at the Laugh Factory. I want to end on that note because the message of this podcast is, <laughs> if you don't know something, shut the fuck Sh- up. Don't right? talk about it. Yeah. Don't, you don't need to open your mouth and make people think you're even dumber. Uh, again, you have a Twitter they can follow you, Instagram. Where- Twitter,
1: I need, to ch- I need to, like, streamline. Twitter is at Lael underscore Oshag Nasty.
0: Oshag Nasty. That's pretty dope. That was my
1: in high school. It was like a Jersey Oshag nasty. Shore thing. But um, Oshag Nasty. And then my Instagram's at Lail Oshag, L A. I just realized as a 23
0: year old, so I just turned 34, I'm about 11 years older than you, or 10 or 11 years. Mm-hmm. The stuff that I'm into is like classic rock to you, or the stuff I grew up like. Like I'm a, I grew up, Nirvana was my favorite band in grade school. Yeah.
1: They were, like what year were you born in? 95.
0: You were born a year to Kurt Cobain died. Yeah, that's the year I actually got into crazy? him. I got into him after Kurt Cobain died. Isn't
1: that crazy?
0: Yes, that yeah. makes me feel. Just yeah, old, that's why okay I, like I like to, be, I like to be
1: like. Um, I think that's um, before my time. <laughs> that's a With be fun older to say. comedians, because it's like so all my friends are older comedians. I'll be like, uh,
0: <laughs> I feel I don't bad know. for you because you've grown up in kind of a shitty area of rock music. What's your favorite genre of music? I was going to end on this great note, but now I'm thinking. Hip hop. See, I like hip hop a lot. I thought about it when the Kanye song came on when I was driving over here. Where I'm like, I like hip hop, but I like all like the big names. I don't know any underground hip hop. I don't know hip
1: underground hip hops like the best.
0: I heard that, but I just don't have enough in me to go searching for it and finding it. Yeah, no, I it's just fine. get good, and then I'll hear about you. Yeah, get
1: good. And you're like, yeah, you don't need to. If rock's your thing, that's you can find them. Rock's my thing, but
0: even then, I'm struggling to find underground stuff. Because even when I do find a band There's or a song or two I like, there is some good stuff. Right they they disappear so quickly.
1: Yeah, I There's love just music not a lot so of I like to these a bands. lot. I like rock though. I like indie rock and like um, alternative music a yeah. lot. And then like I like like folky, like some folky Americana shit. And then I like like hip hop R and B and
0: like pop. Yeah. yeah, pop's always popular. That's why it's fucking yeah, pop.
1: Pop's, pop's fun. Yeah, pop's fun. That's that where we're
0: at. Oh uh, yeah, that's where we're gonna end it. Pop's fun. Uh, everyone, thanks for listening to Kill Gallons Pub. Cheers.
1: Thanks, Joe.